Hi, I'm Lauren Clash Schneider with Class Notes for Broadway Radio. I'm here with Sam Wright, composer, lyricist, book writer, and star of Prejudice and Pride at 59E59. Hello. Hi there. Well, you're a busy guy. But before sure we talk about all the different hats that you're wearing, we just want everyone to know that Prejudice and Pride is a new folk musical comedy that updates Jane Austen's classic novel with a gender-swapped American characters. So you and Nicholas Collette have written the book, the music, the lyrics, and directed the piece that you're acting in. Yeah. And I have to I have to correct you first thing. Uh, uh, Nicholas is very English, so he would tell everyone to pronounce his name Collette. <laughs> Thank you. Even Thank though it has you. French origins, which would be Colette. <laughs> I appreciate that. Well, given all of that, how did your partnership with him come about? Yeah, so in 2015, uh, Nick came to Kansas City to perform a one-person show about Admiral Lord Nelson. Um, and he was, you know, depicting major sea battles in English history and all kinds of stuff like that. And I was just amazed at how, you know, a guy on a stage with a few props could a- allow the audience to see this entire epic vision. And so I went to him after the show and I said, hey, I loved your work. And uh, I've been having this idea for like five years now uh, to create a play about the Indian chief Crazy Horse but I just couldn't imagine how it could be done. Now I see how it could be done. And of course, uh, Nick said, uh, yes, it can be done and you should write it and bring it to England. <laughs> so he immediately jumped on directing the project. Uh, and I did write it and we did produce it at the Brighton Fringe the following May in 2016. Oh, that's incredible. So I, I love hearing the evolution of it. And how does the relationship work with him as the director and when you're wearing the actor hat, given that you're collaborators on so many aspects of it? Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's always difficult when you're working artistically with your friends, you, you want to say nice things to your friends, but you kind of need to, uh, you know, have a very incisive eye when you're, uh, directing and producing things. Um, so I just had to, you know, gently remind him. It's like, you know, treat me like any other actor. Give me all the notes you need to. And he did pretty well with that. So, uh, And how did you feel about taking those notes? Uh, I think I'm an actor first. Ah. So I love taking notes. Just like, yeah, tell me what you think needs to happen. I trust you implicitly. <laughs> Great. Um, where did the idea for Prejudice and Pride come from? And were you a Jane Austen fan earlier on? Uh, I was not a Jane Austen fan early on. I think I was forced to read Prejudice, uh, Pride and Prejudice in my sophomore English class. And the teacher neglected to mention that there was satire in the story. So uh, I just thought, well, that was a bunch of dumb people being dumb and dismissed it. Um, oh. it so it wasn't until 2017, uh, I was back in at Nick's house in England uh, preparing to do the Crazy Horse show at Edinburgh Fringe. And uh, I picked up the guitar that was in his kitchen and started playing songs from an old zombie rock opera I had devised about, oh, 12 years ago. And uh, he, he was thought, oh, that's very funny and interesting. And his wife, Lorraine, leaned over him to, and said, hey, uh, does Sam happen to know how to play a banjo? 
Mm-hmm. And Nick said, well, yes, he's been learning how to play the banjo these last few years. Mm-hmm. And uh, she said, well, then you two should write a folk musical based on Pride and Prejudice that's country western and set in America. Huh. And I, I heard that idea and I thought about it for a second. I thought, okay, but it's going to be modern America and we're going to gender swap all the characters so that we can really kind of punch up the, the, the gender role dynamics that are at play here. What a journey. I love this. Now, this particular, per, the, the show itself, Prejudice and Pride, has appeared across the pond and in Kansas City and now in Manhattan. How has it evolved as it's, let's say, matured? Yeah. Um... So a lot of the evolution of the show has to do with uh, the performances. We, uh, we gave the actors a lot of leeway. And at times they have come up with uh, lines or bits of things that we would have never thought up ourselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so in that way, it's been a very collaborative effort. I have to give full credit to the cast of this show for coming around this thing and making it the best it can be. Oh, nice. Um- it seems that Prejudice and Pride was developed during some of the darkest days of the pandemic. What was the process like creating it during that time? Yeah, in a way, we kind of latched onto this project just to keep ourselves sane and to give ourselves hope that, you know, we would come out of this. And in fact, the, the play ended up having a lot of themes around the idea of hope and uh, picking ourselves up after tragedy. Uh, and so, you know, we were just kind of processing a lot of things that were happening in that moment. And you're, as a composer and lyricist, what comes first when you're thinking about writing a song for a character? Is it the lyrics? Is it the music? Do they... How does that happen in your creative mind? Yeah, so I think I start with the music. I musically try to capture a mood or a feel that, you know, either that defines that character specifically or simply defines the emotional moment for that character. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, once I've got a musical structure that I think, you know, sounds entertaining. Uh, I start to build lyrics into it and see how that fits until the the show is what it is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And when you're in the rehearsal room with the actors, what do they bring? How does that collaborative process work, even with regard to the songs? Yeah, so there's a great example of uh, one of the numbers in the show called Eastward Facing Road, which is about hope, by the way. Wow. Uh, and we we started doing it in rehearsals and then uh pt mahoney who plays bennett's older brother he comes up to me and says hey uh what if what if uh jake came in and and sang with bennett on this part even though they're in completely different places at that moment and i thought okay like we can make that work and eventually i was like okay now uh jake sings the the melody on the verse and bennett will sing harmony they'll kind of trade it back and forth and then the other people who were in the scene, supposed to be in the room with Bennett, uh, they started adding harmonies in little places uh, until there's this almost a big kind of crescendo moment where a bunch of people are joining in. 
and it became a song about the ensemble and how and when the characters join into this sort of anthem of hope. Mm-hmm. Let's talk a little bit about your growing up years, which I think some of it was in Washington, D.C. Quite a bit of it. Um, my uh, my parents were strongly evangelical Christian, still are. And uh, my dad had gotten the idea about the time I was born, I guess, that he was going to start a church that would pray for the government. And so uh, he... Uh, when I was about three years old, we, he had gone to Bible school and we packed up everything we owned in a van and drove off to Washington, D.C. Um, with nothing more than that as a plan. Uh, so we had some really interesting moments there and pieced some things together and then got established. And I was in uh, D.C. until um, about high school when I moved back to central Kansas. You're growing up time and with your family, does that influence your work as an artist and a creator? Absolutely. Uh, there's often, a, you know, a recommendation in writing that write what you know. Uh-huh. And I, I would argue that you, you can't write what you don't know. Mm. You will always write what you know, even if you don't know, that's what you're writing about. Yes, that makes so much sense. And in your Kansas City time, of course, known to so many as the best barbecue in the country, how does Kansas City? I hold by that. <laughs> how does Kansas City inform your work? Yeah, so Kansas City was kind of the the home I chose for myself as an adult theater artist, uh, largely because there was a, a manageable kind of theater environment where. You could meet all the people that you needed to to generate new work and still, you know, have the time to actually write it. Uh, so it's kind of like that that Goldilocks level of city where you can uh, network and still have time to be creative and all of that jazz. And, uh, and, and all that jazz. <laughs> yeah. And really build the relationships with all the kinds of artists that you need to to pull yeah. stuff off. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Sam, this has been great. Thank you so much for your time and the insight with regard to prejudice and pride. Yep. Uh, we're excited about the show. We're very proud of what we've come up with. So we hope people come out and see it. You bet. I'm here with Sam Wright, composer, lyricist, book writer, and star of Prejudice and Pride at 59E59. Thank you. Thank you.